0: Hello everyone. I am so glad you're joining me today. This episode is filled with tips for transitioning your kitten or cat to a raw diet, along with the health benefits associated with feeding your feline friend a fresh raw diet. Um, At Bark Avenue in my store, I have a lot of customers. They come in and they're ready to make the transition. They know it's best for their cat, but they just have not been able. To achieve that success of their cat really going after the raw food. So, we're going to talk, we're going to dive in today and talk about some ways that you can um, make that happen. So, bear with me in the beginning because we're going to be talking a little bit about the anatomy of cats and also just what some of the benefits of feeding a raw diet are, some of the health benefits. And then we're going to get into Um, ways to help you transition over to a raw diet. So one of the things I want to mention before we get into today's um, content is that a good amount of today's information that we're going to be reviewing is taken from a fabulous book by Linda Zurich um, called Raw Fed Cats and she has helped so many pet owners over the years transitioned successfully to a raw diet. So you may want to look that book up if you really want to kind of dive into some of the nitty gritty um, of what we're going to be um, going through today. So in the past, in some of my previous um, podcasts, we've talked a little bit about how dogs and cats are carnivores. And One of the things that we looked at is um, all domestic dogs, in spite of their varying sizes and shapes, are virtually identical to the gray wolf. Their anatomy, regarding their teeth, their jaw structure, as well as their digestive processes, are truly essentially exactly like the, the gray wolf. Likewise, all breeds of domestic cats are the same, physiologically speaking, as their wild cousins, the small wild cats. Domestic canines, just like wolves, are opportunistic carnivores, while domestic cats are just like their wild counterparts, which are obligate carnivores. So knowing that dogs and cats are carnivorous animals um, helps with understanding kind of how domestic pets truly should be fed. It's Also, a crucial piece of the puzzle in making the connection between the sort of diet we decide to feed our pets and what an incredibly powerful impact this decision has upon their health. All cats, both wild and domestic, are by their very nature carnivorous, predatory animals. The prevailing theory explaining how cats first came to be domesticated is that when human beings began to cultivate land and store grains and other foods for themselves, small wild cats would come to these settlements to hunt the rodents and other vermin that showed up to feed on the stored food. In essence, what this means is that our species' present relationship with cats is directly attributable to their natural inborn ability to consume the raw carcasses of their prey. Even though we humans have bred cats to look a certain way, beneath their furry exteriors, all felines, whether domestic or wild, are still predatory carnivores on the inside. Despite the fact that most everyone knows this truth about cats deep down, the majority of us have been heavily conditioned to believe otherwise to the point where we've actually been convinced to think it's appropriate to feed these carnivorous animals a steady diet in the form of kibble. Actually, it could not be further from the truth. Domestic pets that are being fed a steady diet of commercial pet food are suffering from a myriad of chronic degenerative diseases. The following is a partial list of some of the most common ailments afflicting cats: gingivitis, periodontal disease, diabetes, obesity, cancer, irritable bowel syndrome, kidney infections, disease and chronic renal failure, uh, urinary tract infections, struvite crystals, upper respiratory infections, feline herpes, chronic vomiting, diarrhea, constipation, food allergies, skin rashes, ear infections and hyperthyroidism. Again, this is not a complete list. There is no doubt that there is a direct connection between the consumption of extremely low quality commercial pet food and the unprecedented amount of chronic degenerative disease we are seeing in these animals today. Both domestic animals as well as human beings are suffering from compromised health as a result of the industrialization of our food supply. What we have to understand that there is a deeply corrupt financial alliance between some of the most powerful multinational conglomerates that manufacture junk pet food and the veterinarian industry, including vet schools, vet students, and licensed professional veterinarians. This alliance shares many parallels with the relationship that exists between the pharmaceutical industry industry and today's modern medical establishment, including medical schools, medical students, and licensed MDs. So cats are carnivores. Many of us, although we may have had cats as pets for most, if not all of our lives, have failed to realize one very important thing about them, the fact that all cats are, by their very nature, born carnivores. Indeed, Cats are actually obligate carnivores, which essentially means that the nutrition they require to thrive must come from the meat, organs, and bones of the bodies of other animals. And because of the cat's particular physiological design, the most ideal and natural way for them to consume food is in its raw state. This really does make good sense once we stop to think about it, because what other feline, much less any other carnivore in the world, ever consumes its prey cooked. The answer, of course, is that in nature, this does not occur. Eating cooked food is not natural for cats, but eating raw food is. A well-balanced terrain creates a healthy immune system. What more and more people are becoming more privy to is that good health of our human bodies is best supported by a diet of whole, fresh, minimally processed foods, along with the minimum of toxins and stress. So do the bodies of our cats and dogs stand the best chance of maintaining their good health when provided with these same factors. Cats are what they eat. Since it's become abundantly clear To virtually every person on the planet that we are what we eat, it goes without saying that the same adage applies to our pets as well. Just as is the case with human beings, the role diet plays is without a doubt key to any animal's good health. And when it comes to cats, looking to the way Mother Nature herself has been feeding felines for eons and providing them with a diet of whole raw foods is definitely the most natural and healthy approach we can possibly take. Recipe for a long healthy life. The indisputable fact that the cat is without a doubt one of nature's most ancient and classic examples of the ultimate carnivore should leave no doubt in our minds as to the appropriate manner in which they should be fed. And yet, cats have been fed an unnatural conglomeration of cooked, canned, dried and overprocessed pet foods continue to fill the waiting rooms of veterinarians offices waiting to be treated for a variety of health challenges that have been brought about at least in part as a result of being fed an inappropriate diet so if we look at cats and what their car- characteristics are they have strong predatory instincts Many of you that have cats, you've seen how they stalk, they chase, they love to pounce. That's part of their predatory instincts. They have amazing eyesight, very acute hearing, keen sense of smell. They've got the little soft paw pads for walking and silently to stalk their prey. They have sharp claws for traction while hunting and catching prey. Sharp teeth that come together that slice like scissors for gnawing, ripping, and tearing. Jaws that open and close in a vertical plane only rather than moving horizontally. Strong stomach acids for neutralizing potentially harmful bacteria on raw meat. They have a short digestive tract, which makes for fast digestive transit time, minimizing the opportunity for potentially harmful bacterial colonization. Nature's model the ultimate raw diet for carnivores. All carnivores, whether they be sharks, Raptors, polar bears, foxes, wolves are made to eat and digest the raw meat bones and organs that make up the whole carcasses of their prey. And cats are certainly no different in this respect from any other carnivore. Feeding a carnivore a steady diet of anything that is cooked is unnatural for them and over time doing so puts a strain on their system. Such a chronic strain may often result in any number of the different kinds of health problems from which far too many present-day domestic cats are suffering. So their prey and their food should comprise of 80 to 85% meat. Besides boneless muscle meat, this can and should also include things like fat, skin, tendons, cartilage, and any other soft connective tissue, 10% edible bone, 5 to 10% organs, and half of that coming from liver. These percentages, they are approximate. They should serve as the basic guidelines for your cat's diet. These exact proportions do not need to be fed at each and every meal, but rather should combine to comprise the overall diet over the course of time. If any of this sounds a little overwhelming, you can find a variety of raw frozen foods at Bark Avenue um, that have all of the correct uh, proportions and ratios already calculated out for you. So let's take a look at some of the benefits of a natural raw diet. In nature, cats eat their prey whole. Cats are naturally equipped with strong jaws and very sharp teeth that are made for ripping and tearing meat and crunching through the pliable raw bones of small animals. They also have very strong stomach acids as well as very short digestive tracts that are made to efficiently process raw meat and bone. If you've ever seen a cat consuming a mouse it's caught, you'll understand how perfectly natural it is for these carnivores to eat whole raw foods. For cats, eating the way nature designed them to eat fosters a myriad of physical, physiological, and psychological health benefits that an unnatural diet simply does not. The form of the foods we feed our cats is key. The closer the food we feed is to its whole, unprocessed natural state, the better it is for our cats. One thing we hear a lot is how cats have really stinky kitty breath. Cats fed a prey model diet of whole raw foods are compelled to use their jaws and teeth for the purpose they were designed. This slicing and tearing action of ripping apart whole raw meats and raw meaty bones provides a scrubbing and flossing action that helps to keep gums healthy, teeth clean and white, and jaws strong. And a healthy mouth is vital to the overall health of any animal. So many cats have been fed a steady diet of canned kibble pet food for so long that today an unprecedented number of them are developing tooth and gum disease. And because a cat with poor oral health harbors a mouthful of unhealthy bacteria, This is a major contributing factor to more serious health issues and diseases. So-called chronic stinky kitty breath is not just unpleasant, it's a signal that a cat is not being fed properly. Feeding a raw diet, which is based on whole, raw meaty bones and carcasses, often reduces or even eliminates this problem. So some of the health advantages of cats eating whole, raw foods. The natural scrubbing and flossing action Upon their teeth and gum, when the raw meaty bones are consumed, Um, clean, strong white teeth and strong jaws, healthy pink gums, reduction or even elimination of that stinky kitty breath, increased digestibility of meals, smaller, more compact, less smelly and completely biodegradable stools. Greater bioavailability of naturally occurring nutrients and enzymes in raw, unground, uncooked meat, organs, and bones. Mental, physiological, and physical stimulation that increases vitality while positively influencing your pet's overall quality of life. So now that we've kind of understood a little bit about cats, what their anatomy is, and some of the benefits of raw, let's dive in a little bit more into transitioning your cat into a raw diet. So if your cat's been eating a steady diet of commercial dry or canned food his entire life, it's important to realize up front that transitioning him to a raw diet may take some time as well as some persistence, perseverance, and above all a good bit of patience on your part. One of the things that Linda Zurich talks about in her book is that Every single cat can be transitioned over to a raw diet. It really depends on the persistence, perseverance, tenacity, etc. of the pet parent on whether or not they actually make that transition. Sometimes a cat may take to it just right away and that's great too. So each cat is different. Some will take to it. Some simply been waiting their whole lives for their humans to figure out what they really should have been feeding them all along. For these cats, the transition to raw is relatively simple, quick, and easy. Other cats may be a bit slower to make the switch, and still other cats may even take longer, particularly if they're older or perhaps more set in their ways. Cats that have become very addicted to the carbohydrates and low-quality kibble or canned food are the ones that may take the longest time to transition to an all-raw diet. These are cats that will require a bit more determination and effort on your part to help them make the switch to raw. But please rest assured, this transition can and will happen as long as you're ready and willing to do your part. All it takes is a firm but gentle resolve and some patience on your part, along with as much time as your cat needs to get with the program. Those with kittens will most likely find that these little ones make the transition to raw almost immediately with little or no hesitation whatsoever. Sometimes the younger the cat, the more quickly and easily the transition to raw will happen. Very young cats know instinctively what their bodies need and most often will take to eating raw food like a fish to water. So step one. And this is really hard for a lot of people and a lot of cats, and that is close down that 24-7 kibble buffet. If you're used to constantly leaving a bowl of dry food down for your cat to eat, one of the very first steps you must take if you're serious about switching your cat to a diet of raw food is to stop free feeding kibble. This does not mean you should stop feeding kibble altogether immediately. Rather, the point is to begin weaning your cat off kibble by discontinuing unlimited access to the 24-hour buffet and instead only letting him have access to it a few times a day for limited periods of time. Cats that are used to grazing on kibble whenever they please are a bit like kibble junkies or carbohydrate addicts, and if they're continually allowed to munch, munch, munch a little now, then get their fix anytime they want throughout the day, They never really experience hunger and may never develop much of an appetite for trying something new. If kibble is all your cat eats, there's no need to force your kitty to go cold turkey from his dry food. Rather, the answer is to remove that bottomless permanent bowl of kibble from your cat's world and instead start getting into the habit of offering it to him only a few times per day. Only allow your cat to eat that kibble for a few limited periods of time each day, say for about 20 to 30 minutes. Let him eat his fill, and once he's done, pick the bowl back up, put the kibble away, out of reach. Making several meal times like this, instead of perpetually free feeding your cat, dry food will serve a couple of purposes. First, it will put a bit of an edge on your cat's appetite, which will definitely work to your advantage as you help him make the switch to raw. Secondly, it will pave the way to breaking the cycle of your cat's addiction to the starchy grain-based carbohydrates that are found in most commercial kibble, which, by the way, have absolutely no place whatsoever in the diet of an obligate carnivore such as a cat. Something very important I want to make a note of here is that while you're closing down that 24-7 buffet, you want to simultaneously add in rescue remedy to their food, water, or place directly in their mouth, ideally about four times a day. Bach flower remedies, which is what rescue remedy is made from, actually help balance out the emotional state of a being. And this could be a very stressful time for your cat knowing that they're used to having the 24-7 buffet and now we're only giving them 20 to 30 30 minutes um, of food and knowing that we're now only giving them about 20 to 30 minutes to eat their food and then picking it back up. If you want to learn more about the Bot Flower Remedies, I do have a podcast um, all about Bot Flower Remedies. Since kibble is so completely different in taste, texture, and smell from fresh raw meat, If dry is the only kind of food your cat is used to eating and he's not showing any interest in raw food, it may be necessary to transition him off the kibble and onto canned food first. The wet texture of the canned stuff is closer to the texture of raw meat than kibble. So using this interim step can be very helpful in the transition as it's generally easier to switch cats from wet food to raw than it is from dry food. If your cat eats some kibble but is already used to eating canned food too, you can most likely quit feeding the kibble altogether right away. Otherwise, it's generally best to gradually wean your kitty off the dry food, perhaps by mixing it in with some canned and, of course, shutting down the 24-7 buffet, as this will make it easier and simpler in the long run for him to get used to eating raw food. Please bear in mind, however, that these are all general guidelines and suggestions that have worked well for other people and their cats and are not necessarily hard and fast rules. So for instance, if your cat is used to eating nothing but kibble, but then you find he's suddenly totally on board and enthusiastically eating plenty of raw food from the very first time you offer it, by all means, don't worry about interim steps and go with it. Remember, each cat is unique. For this reason, your best strategy is to remain flexible, pay attention to your cat's responses, and adjust your game plan according to your own kitty's needs. Never force a cat to go cold turkey. One of the most important things to keep in mind when transitioning your cat to an all raw diet, and one of the reasons it can take time to do so, is that you must never starve a cat into eating raw food this point cannot be overemphasized. Tough love is simply not an option when switching cats to a raw diet. The reason for this is because some cats that are forced to go without eating anything for more than a day or so can become susceptible to a very serious and potentially fatal form of liver failure called hepatic lipidosis. Cats have a unique predisposition to contracting this particular ailment when they stop eating food for any length of time for whatever reason. So what is hepatic lipidosis? What happens when a cat doesn't eat for a prolonged period of time is that its body begins to tap into its stored fat reserves in order to survive. This fat is sent to the liver to be converted into a usable form of energy. But unfortunately, a cat's liver is easily overwhelmed and often unable to cope with this sudden increase of fat being circulated through it. As more fat is deposited into the liver than is capable of metabolizing and releasing, the cells of the liver become swollen with fatty deposits, which cause serious damage to the organ itself. Once a cat is diagnosed with hepatic libidosis, they become very nauseous, which means they have no appetite and may vomit even if they do eat making it extremely difficult to get enough nourishment into the cat to keep it alive. As you can see, this is something you most definitely do not want to risk. The bottom line is that when you start making the switch to raw, if your cat doesn't eat enough of the raw food you're offering him each day, then you must continue to feed him enough of whatever he will eat to sustain him every day, even if that means continuing to feed your pet The sum of its old commercial pet food. When you're making the switch to raw, please be sure to go at your cat's pace. During the transition period, the basic idea is to encourage your cat to eat as much of the new raw food as possible. If he goes for it immediately and enthusiastically, you're on your way. But if your cat is at all hesitant and isn't eating enough of the raw food on a daily basis to sustain him, you must continue feeding him the old commercial food as necessary to augment his diet, and only decrease the amount of commercial food as your kitty begins to eat more raw food. Always keep in mind during the transition period that it's more important that your cat gets enough to eat every day than it is for him to learn to eat raw food more quickly than he's ready. Although you should always be persistent and never give up, at the same time you must take your cues from your cat and allow your pet to transition at its own pace. So we're going to talk about how to disguise the raw food to make the transition a little easier. If you do need to continue feeding commercial food during the transition, you may need to get a little bit creative to help your cat learn to like his new raw food. Therefore, as an additional incentive, you should begin to disguise the raw food as necessary by making it taste or smell more enticing to your cat. This will encourage him to be more tempted to try it. In this way, As you bribe your kitty into gradually getting a taste for his new raw food, he'll begin to eat more and more of it day by day. And as this happens, you can then slowly but surely begin to reduce the amount of commercial pet food needed to feed your kitty each day accordingly. Compared to crunchy kibbles or cooked canned cat food, both of which are relatively pretty darn stinky, fresh raw meat has a very faint odor and a different texture. And so as a result, some cats won't recognize raw meat as actually being food when they're first exposed to it. For this reason, it's necessary to disguise the raw food and stink it up a bit with another more pungent smell or flavor. It's also important to keep an offering of raw food to your cat, even if he turns his nose up at it at first. Some cats need time to get used to the new raw stuff, so repeated exposure can be key. You can use whatever favorite food you know your cat likes as a bribe to encourage him to take the raw plunge. So some of the suggestions are, in the very beginning, if your cat refuses to eat the raw food, you can set his bowl of kibble that he's used to eating um, there and then right next to it, put a little bit of raw food in another bowl. So that way he's starting to associate that that is food. The next thing you can do is put a little bit underneath his, his other food that he's used to eating. And then eventually he may start to lick it and eat it. You can also drizzle some juice from, say, a can of, you know, packed tuna, something real stinky that your cat may like. Um, you can smear some canned cat food on it. Some cats love cheese or a little bit of Parmesan cheese, just a tiny bit will do. Uh, crumbled dried liver. Uh, Maybe even some canned sardines or canned sardine juice, a sprinkling of crushed kibble if he's completely um, in love with his kibble, and whatever favorite uh, treat that your kitty loves. You can just use your imagination, experiment with different things until you find what works. And once you find some disguises that work, then you can begin to gradually offer more raw food using decreasing amounts of the bribe until your cat will accept it without the bribe. Having more than one kind of meat to offer in the beginning is also ideal for several reasons. Uh, Your cat might like one kind of meat better than another. Cats sometimes latch onto or imprint upon one kind of food if that's all they're given to the point where they'll be unwilling to try another. Offering your cat as much variety in a raw diet as possible is important in order to provide adequate nutrition. So in summary, I know we've covered a lot of information, but we're going to kind of break it down and try to make it a little simpler. And that is important things to remember. Make the transition to a raw diet at your cat's pace. Close down the 24-7 buffet. Add in rescue remedy at the very start of the diet change to reduce the stress of the diet change, ideally four times per day. Never try to starve your cat until your cat eats. Remember, cats imprint on foods, and if they do not recognize something as food, they may not eat it and can literally starve themselves to death. Persistence is key. If you try offering your cat raw food a few times without any interest from your cat, keep trying. Some cats will take to it right away. Others may take months to make the transition. Variety is key. Rotate proteins. This is important for several reasons. Each protein contains a unique amino acid profile, giving the cat nutrients specific to that protein. Since cats can imprint on certain foods, rotation helps with their willingness to try new foods. And I'm going to leave you with one of my favorite quotes. And that is, When food is wrong, the medicine is of no good. When the diet is right, the medicine is of no need. That is from Don Hamilton, the author of of homeopathic care for cats and dogs. I hope that you were able to take away a few tips from today's episode regarding transitioning your cat to a raw diet, making for a much healthier kitty. Until next time, we'll talk to you soon.